6.15 on a Wednesday, currently 42 and a little breezy outside. And Ian, you found a new means by which to save on gas by not using it all to get around. I think this is crazy and wild and kind of actually pretty neat. Okay. Well, tell us about it. Oh, I would love to. So there is, I don't know if you know this, but there is a local legend uh, in Minnesota named the Rocket Man. Never heard of him. Should I have? I'm sorry. Well, no, I mean, honestly, I haven't heard of him until this either. But okay. uh, his name is Kai Michelson. Okay. And uh, he's an inventor. And according to his website, he has battled government, gravity, and a profound learning disability to become the first civilian to launch a rocket into space. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's down in the Bloomington area, and uh, he creates all his inventions in his garage. Okay. And then he even has an at-home invention museum where after he's done using his inventions, he puts them on display in his home. So some of his past inventions include a rocket-powered toilet. and <laughs> Very efficient. Well, I mean, who wouldn't want one of those? And a jet-powered coffee pot. What are these things like? How? Mm, I mean, go on. Ask. What do what those things accomplish? I, they look pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, besides looking cool. I mean, why not? If you can build it, why not, right? Sure. Okay. So with gas prices always increasing, he decided that he wanted to do something a little different. And uh, he replaced a gas-powered engine on a motorcycle with a 14-gallon keg with a heated coil. So it's all powered by beer. You pour the beer into the keg. It gets heated up to about 300 degrees with the heating coil. And then it gets turned into superheated steam that propels the bike forward. Hmm. Thoughts? You have, a, you have an interesting look on your face. What's more expensive by gallon, beer or gas? That's what I was wondering. Because, I mean, are we are we running this thing on bush light or is, does it need to be craft beer or, you well, know what I mean? So they currently use Coors Light. Okay, okay. So that's, you know... <laughs> little cheaper than but uh they said any liquid so his son helps him too they said any liquid from red bull to caribou coffee would work or any place that wants to sponsor them so technically it's any liquid yeah it could be okay. any liquid it doesn't need to be beer no but the heating coil powers it up and they just chose beer okay uh michelson believes the bike can reach up to 150 miles per hour believe doesn't want to try it just, just to be sure but he hasn't tested it on the roads yet however he has entered it into a few local car shows where he's taken home first place huh so so shout out to this guy for the ingenuity i mean clearly creative uh mind that's yeah. for sure i mean it looks pretty sweet <laughs> so i mean if you want to check it out i got a couple of videos uh, online at Mix108.com, of course, the Mix108 app, too. And I just, I don't know if I would, like, drive this myself, though. Are you worried about its safety or? I just motorcycles in general. I like oh. four wheels and I like to be inside. Okay. Yeah. You don't like the feeling of air blowing through your beard? Sometimes. That's what a convertible's for, sir. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Or just go stand outside on a day like today. Oh, or last night. Yeah. Super just windy. Put your arms out and go, it's windy. I'm king of the world. No, nothing. Just go out on the street and do that. See what happens. Out there? <laughs> right now. All right. <laughs> Bet. All right. Beer motorcycle. I like it. Me too. Coming up 
in a little while. We're going to be firing up a Win It Wednesday. We're going to be uh, giving multiple chances to win Florida tickets. If you put your name in on our mobile app for a chance to win. Remember, by the way, everyone that wins tickets is also put in our money drawing. Tomorrow's another Money Madness Thursday. It sure is. We've got names for every day of the week around here now. Uh, So if you win tickets, if you're one of the many people that could win tickets today, you could also be winning money tomorrow. That'd be a heck of a way to kick off Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, it would. Uh, So be listening for your name to be called. If you have not entered your name on our mobile app, do so for that chance to win some tickets and maybe even money here at Mix 08. It's 6.35 on a Wednesday morning. A win it Wednesday, 42 degrees downtown Duluth, the Mix 108 Studios. So this made me chuckle. Oh. Not necessarily the the story, but the quote in the story made me chuckle because, of course, you've heard the phrase Minnesota nice before. Always. Um, I know that some people that would argue that it's kind of like passive-aggressive nice. Min- uh, upper Midwesterners are not always like legit nice nice, but there's a there's an a air of, of niceness. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a lot of legit nice people in this part of the world. Um, so the reason that I bring this up is because so the uh, state of Minnesota, specifically Minnesota's attorney general, is is part of a nationwide lawsuit against illegal robocalling, which everyone finds annoying. Oh yeah. Um, but <laughs> as a part of a statement on the subject, the attorney general made a comment about how Minnesotans need to be less nice to these these scam callers because <laughs> of course they're nice to these. Yes. And, and not necessarily like, oh, hi, how are you? Nice, thanks for calling me today. Would today, you like a hot dish? Right. No, the the reason that they're saying this uh, is because there's a tendency to, like, hear them out. So the advice in short is don't hang on, hang up on, you know, robocalls or on, on scam calls. Listen, I just want to help them do their job. All right. If they get paid to do these calls, I'll, I'll talk to you. Really? Will you? No, absolutely not. Some people legit feel that way, like... I'll just sit. I, I have time. I'll sit and listen to you. No, I honestly don't answer the phone if it's a number I don't have saved in my phone. Okay. That seems safe. Hopefully, they'll leave a message. and hopefully, hopefully, it isn't an AI voice that's, you know, because that's a thing now. Mm. Uh, so, this is a more detailed quote from the Attorney General saying, We Minnesotans are polite folks who don't like to hang up on others, even when they're being rude or we suspect that they're trying to scam us. But scammers don't deserve our politeness or respect, so protect yourself and your family and hang up immediately. You got that right. If you are thinking that you're on the phone with somebody who is calling you that is trying to to take advantage of you, even if it's not like a full-on scam, even like just annoying telemarketing. Right. Um, So... The apparently one of a multiple states that's in this this uh, lawsuit against some some folks that are in a, a telemarketing robocalling ring that are doing so in such a way that's actually against the the law or is potentially against the law. So uh, the advice: don't be nice. That's right to robocallers. Which Love it. I've been around a few people that have actually humored people that have called like. Mm-hmm telemarketers or whatever, which is kind of funny because some of them are legit nice and some of them are actually looking to mess with them. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been around or have you ever messed with somebody when they call? Sure have. Any any particularly good highlight stories? <sighs> you know, if it wasn't so early in the morning, I might have a few, but uh, I know I definitely messed with some in the past. Not so much recently, but. So a uh, somebody that used to work here actually walked in and they were on the phone. They called the studio line. Oh. Thinking it was like somebody's home number. Oh. So they clearly don't know who they were calling. Right. So I walk in and they're on the phone and I was like, oh, 
I just walked in and because I didn't want to interrupt the phone right, call. Right. I didn't know what it was, if it was important or whatever. Maybe there was a listener that called in. Mm-hmm. And as I'm listening to the conversation, I'm going, nope, this is not what that is. And what they were doing, what the, what the, what they were doing was they were laying the groundwork with some potential like lies to try to catch the scammer in like uh. proving that they weren't who they said they were because they were legit trying to scam. Like they were pretending to be like a technical support person mm-hmm. calling somebody's home. Yeah. We noticed you had something wrong with your computer and we wanted to like, I don't remember if they were pretending to be from like Best Buy or like from some, oh, some company, but it yeah. was clear that they weren't. <laughs> And so they, they were laying the seeds for this whole like gotcha moment and eventually they got there and then the guy was like mad, which was like the guy on the other end of the phone. Right, 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 right. You're the one trying to scam this person out of money. Like, um, How dare you lie to me? Only yeah. I can lie to you. Apparently the best advice is just to hang up according to, uh, you know, what, what the, the AG is saying, but. I don't know if you want to mess with them, I guess. Have yeah, fun. Say, don't hang on, hang up. Don't, don't hang on, hang up. Good advice, I guess. But I, I will say this. I don't like, like you said, I don't answer the phone if it's not a number I already have saved. Yeah. There are times where I have to call people for something that I, we like. We don't know each other very well. We maybe don't have a phone number saved. Or maybe I'm calling someone because I got their number from someone else to call them about some favor I'm doing for a friend and I need to, you know, or like, you know, I'm trying to think of a specific example. Yeah. And I guess I, I would say like, sometimes I'll answer if it's like a 218 or a 715 area sure. code because then I figured okay, it's a local. Hopefully yeah. I know that there are still um, scammers that use local numbers right. that spoof them. But the, the idea of somebody just answering the phone um, without some sort of preconceived idea of who they are mm-hmm. is largely gone. And, and I, I, I'm guilty of it too. Right. But you know, it's, I don't know, it's kind of interesting because you're like, I just need to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. Like, there was actually an interview I was trying to let, that, that's an example, I was lining up an interview, um, called, and their voicemail was full. Oh. And that's another thing, if you're going to let phones go, your phone calls go to voicemail, at least clean your voicemail out. So I called, and it said voicemail full, so I was like, oh. So I tried texting them to see if maybe it was a text number, because I didn't know it was just a phone number I was given to line up this interview, and it wasn't, it was a landline. Because they couldn't receive text, so I was like, "How do I get a hold of this person?" So I don't know. Gone to the days of of people just answering their phone, I guess, mm-hmm. because of scammers. Thanks, right. jerks. It's all their fault. It is. It's all the scammers' fault. Angry. All right. It is a win at Wednesday, as I mentioned. We're going to be drawing multiple names through the course of the morning for Flow Ride tickets. We'll do one this hour. Uh, be listening for your name to be called. If you have not entered your name on our mobile app, do so for that chance to win tickets and maybe even money here at Mix and Wait. Just shy of 7 o'clock on a Wednesday morning, 42 degrees. And if you are someone who either is on the, the I'm using a password from someone else end or maybe you're sharing a Netflix password with someone else for them to use, that gravy train is just about over, Ian. Are, oh, you, are no. you in that boat? Listen, I don't know if I can say or not say anything at this point. <laughs> you're worried about being like legally implicated or something? What? So this is not a secret. They've been talking about this Netflix has for a long time now, for months and months. They've been testing, you know, even I think for the last year or two, uh, password sharing crackdown features, if you want to call them features, around the world elsewhere. And now they've brought it to the United States. And so um, now if you're if you're here in the United States and you're sharing passwords, oh, sorry, that that's over. Uh, there is an option they're offering, though. So if you have an account and you want somebody who's not in your household to have access to it still, yeah. uh, the option is 
<gasps> eight bucks a month on top of your original bill, mm-hmm. which basically yeah. is the price of, you know, a number of different streaming options. They're close to it. Some are a little more than that. But I don't All even right. know what Netflix goes for these days. I don't have it. I so. think like 16 I want but they, so they have an ad version of it as well, though. Do they? Yeah, and I think that's cheaper. Hmm. Couldn't tell you. Anyway, so if you if you are in that situation, this week is when they're starting to uh, to crack down. So I, I think yesterday was when the news started hitting. So I'm assuming. Okay, so the basic is ten a month, and then the standard is like fifteen fifty a month. Okay, and then the premium is twenty. Sure. I think it's weird that they charge extra for four K content. Like it's there. What's it matter? I, I, it's their business, I guess. Hey, they I remember they when they it. used to send discs to your door. That ended so. earlier this year, too. Oh, man. So, yeah, they, they sent out an email to Netflix subscribers earlier this week saying that uh, your Netflix account is for you and the people you live with in your household. They added that uh, if you want, you can share your Netflix account with someone who doesn't live with you for $7.99 a month more. Netflix had previously said that it would be blocking devices in various locations that use the same account without paying after a certain amount of time. Interesting. Uh, the email claims the change will not affect those who use Netflix while they travel and that uh, use their login information for services like hotel rooms and vacation homes and things like that. So how are they going to monitor that? Because how are they going to know if like... Well, they did say a certain amount of time. Sure. But imagine if you will... You know, mom, we'll just use like a standard family situation. You know, okay. one person's at home with the kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe the other person in the household is off on work somewhere and they want to watch yeah. Netflix. Because that's a lot in like hotels and Airbnbs. These yeah. Days. You can just log in. You log your, into your account. Yep. And so, you know, somebody from the household's on, you know, some work trip or something and they just want to watch an episode of something on Netflix. Mm. Is that going to, do how does that get handled? Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a, they have some sort of feature. Like you said, there's a time limit thing, so maybe that's a part of it. Um, but yeah, apparently there's a, some sort of process where there's a review of each of the devices that are signed into your account. Uh, they suggest that uh, uh, there's going to be a sign out of devices that shouldn't have access. And uh, you also may want to change your password uh, for any accounts that you're sharing uh, because eventually it won't do anything for them anyway, and you'll probably want to make sure you have full control over it. Fair. So that's the deal, folks, if you uh, Dang it. have been doing that, because that's been a long time running. Yeah. So, and the question will be this. Is that going to be something that other streaming services are going to jump on as well? Because well, as of right now, the only one that's really made serious noise about this is Netflix. Right. So we'll see if it becomes more of an industry standard or not because oh man hulu max now it's called other services i already you know. started cutting some services did you mm-hmm. well, you can't have everything because it gets expensive after right. a while so. max was one of them uh we've got some additional details on the mix mobile app at mixanoid.com we're gonna check on your weather in just a few minutes but first ian let's quickly pull some names first win it wednesday names for our uh, florida ticket giveaway which of course the show is coming up at bayfront oh man we're gonna pull them right now go all right how many you want three Three, Andrea McKeon. Okay. Aaliyah Gebhardt and Chantel Garamone. Garamone? Couldn't tell you. Not looking at the list. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) All right. If that was was your name, one of those three, call in 740 to mix. Claim your tickets for the Florida uh, concert coming up here in a few weeks. Mix it on. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. No kidding. No kidding, eh? Yeah. 
So we're going to start this morning off in Canada, eh? See? <laughs> I knew where you were going. So in British Columbia, there was a ferry, and uh, there was wait, 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 like, like, sorry, I'm envisioning like a ferry, like from Tinkerbell, yeah, Peter Pan, yeah. Okay. No, 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 the one that puts cars on it and cross, crosses uh, bodies of water. Okay. And uh, they had a few monster trucks on the ferry. <laughs> okay. However, one of them was a dragon monster truck with a hydraulic system where a dragon literally rises up and down from the truck bed oh. and breathes fire. So you could literally hear the captain or the pilot of the ferry, whatever you call them, say, <clears throat> may I have your attention, please? The oversized vehicle with the dragon, can you please stop with the fire? <laughs> it is a hazard. <laughs> Whoops. Were I they mean, showing off? Or? Yeah, yeah, they were showing off oh, for the people on the ferry. And okay. it's like, sir, sir, a lot a lot could go wrong. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Oh, a uh, Florida man uh, <laughs> shows up naked at a home after crashing his truck. So, got a heck of a day or night or whatever. Hey, it's Florida. What can I say? So, officers responded to a pickup truck that crashed into a utility pole. Okay. No one was there. A mile down the road, the driver of the truck was completely naked trying to break into a home. <laughs> yeah. He was five times the legal limit. Well, there's, there it is. There it is. So, I was going to pose the question. Do we know if he was naked before the accident? Or if, it doesn't say, but he was seen with several injuries on his face and legs. Because I'm, I'm envisioning this person, obviously intoxicated, crashes the vehicle. First thing that comes to mind is, I need to ditch the evidence. And tears the clothes off. off. I mean, <laughs> that could happen. So... <laughs> He originally told officers that, I don't know what you're talking about, my truck was stolen. And then told officers, actually, I was having seizures and don't remember anything. Mm, okay. Well, sir, not a good luck. No, not great. And then lastly, sticking in Florida, there is a pink dress bandit. Oh, okay. That's right, yes. This person has stolen bed sheets, jeans, toiletries, camouflage Waiting, waiting, waiting boots, yeah. waiting boots, right? Yeah. Several packages of frozen venison, a bottle of wine, and a hundred and twenty thousand dollar John Deere tractor. That's a, quite a list of stuff. Yeah, she was found, and she's facing three misdemeanors and a whopping wait for it, thirty five felonies. Jeez. Yep. So is the bit that they were wearing a pink, pink dress, dress for, over the course of a month of stealing <laughs> all these items. All right. Yes. You're going to have a signature card. There you go. The pink dress bandit. All right. That's going to do it for my toolbox. That's lovely. You're lovely. All right. So, Ian, a little. Uh, this is a wild story. Okay. You wrote it. You're Did actually, I? Yeah. I write a lot of things. Didn't, no, you didn't write about it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. You said you were talked about it. What is it? It's the Duluth, the, the fire story. Oh, we're talking about that. So. I thought I told you that. That's what we were talking about here. Listen, there's so many things running through this ginger's mind right now. It's I don't know what been we're a morning for him, for you over there. So, okay, I want to I want to preface this by saying that this is a this is not a funny incident in the fact that there is 
people that are without a home because of this, right? Right. But the, this just seems like something that is made up. Um, so there's a landlord here in Duluth uh, in the Lincoln Park neighborhood that is facing charges after allegedly pouring gasoline in his own duplex and setting it on fire. Well, that's not the whole story. No, he then blasted the Billy Joel song, We Didn't Start the Fire. Which, to me, it sounds like this is something straight up out of a movie, of a TV show, but this is legit happened. Did this while waiting for fire crews to show up. Wow. The individual was charged with first-degree arson on Tuesday following the fire uh, in the Lincoln Park neighborhood, according to records. The individual owns the duplex and is said to have alerted other residents before leaving. The fire was first reported in the upstairs unit of the building just after 4 a.m. He had left by the time responders arrived, but the Billy Joel song was heard blasting from in the flames. Jeez. It it just seems like you said, like something that would be in a a movie or a TV show or something. Uh, A downstairs tenant reported that he awoke around 3.30 in the morning and heard the individual smashing glass and breaking things before the landlord knocked at his door and said, hey, the house is on fire. A neighbor also called 911 saying that he saw the individual wearing a helmet and smashing his own windows around the same time. The neighbors told investigators he saw the individual under his truck with gas cans going in and out of the house before he saw flames coming up from the upstairs apartment. According to the clip criminal complaint, police found a hole in the gas tank of the individual's truck with a drill and gas can lids on the ground nearby. So harvested gas from the truck Uh. to make the fire happen. The individual was arrested by the Duluth Police Department the next day. He has several prior convictions for impaired driving and remains on supervised probation. The uh, If convicted of his arson charges, he could face over four years in prison. Um, there is also green liquid lines from a burned accelerant. Stained yeah. several pieces of furniture in the apartment and the wood floors as well. Yeah. Uh, the county prosecutor noted that there may be some mental health or drug-related concerns regarding the defendant's behavior. Because that's not something that you would think a normal person, you know, would just do, but it happened. Um, the the judge did grant a request to set bail at $75,000 for the individual. The Duluth Fire Department said that no injuries were reported and that the other occupants of the du- uh, for the other occupants of the duplex or responders to the fire, those displaced by the fire are receiving assistance from the American Red Cross. Damage to the duplex and its contents was estimated around $25,000. Man. Wild. I couldn't imagine story. like living in that downstairs apartment no. while this was like going on. No, that is crazy. So yeah, I there's a lot to unpack with that, but it's one of those uh, things no. like you said, this is the type of thing that you'd think would happen in a in a movie or a TV or show right. or something with the music playing and everything else. So uh if you haven't heard that story, that's a thing that happened. Oh man. That's crazy. So and you feel for the people like you said that lived in the downstairs apartment because what is going on? And it's the landlord. Wild. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. that's. There's not a lot more to say about that. But that's the thing. That's one of the trending headlines of the week this week here. And it's only Wednesday. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, we're going to shift gears, though, a little bit. Another round of Flow Rida tickets to give away. This is one of the... We, it's a win at Wednesday. We're giving you extra chances to call in and win tickets. But this is one of the normal times we do it. So, Ian... Let's do three more names. Three more names. Yes. Oh, man. Okay, we're going to go with Danielle Fairbanks. Okay. 
Alexis Brown, okay, and James Ward. You got five minutes to call in, claim your tickets for the Flow Rider Show happening next month at Bayfront. Seven four zero to mix seven four zero two six four nine. What's the names one more time, Ian? Danielle Fairbanks, Alexis Brown, and James Ward. I almost forgot. Uh, it'll happen. You got a lot going on in your mind, as he said. We'll uh, look for you to call in, claim your tickets here on Mix and Away. It's 737 on a Wednesday morning, currently 42 degrees. Not going to warm up a ton today. This is kind oh, of about what we're going to be at for the uh, immediate area near the lake today. Going to be a chilly one. So you and I were just talking yesterday, and uh, this this concept popped into our head, and it led to a good conversation on our Facebook page. If you could pick a celebrity, one person that you wanted to be your neighbor, who would it be and why? And it's an interesting question because, you know, okay, so you got to consider who they are, things they're interested in, their personality, why you would want them to be your neighbor. Like, is there, because they're really cool, you go hang out at their place all the time. Like, why would you want them to be your neighbor is a part of the, part of the, uh, the thought process. So we got some incredible comments uh, on our Facebook page. (laughs) I mean, a wide span. Some people that were clearly being more serious than others. Through the course of this conversation, um, <laughs> just as an example, uh, Alex commented, Snoop Dogg, no explanation. I mean, I get it. <laughs> uh, how about Jake commenting, Wilson from Home Improvement for wisdom and no mouth. No visible mouth. He said no mouth. Oh, that's fair. Uh, Wendy commented, Adam Sandler for a good laugh. All right. I like that. So I'm envisioning some of these people living in this part of the world, too. You know what I mean? So Adeline said Seth Rogen, and then Christy commented saying rumor he owns property on Park Point. What? No way. What? No way. Well, again, rumor. Way to go spreading rumors, Ian. That wasn't me. (laughs) I'm not Christy. But the, so there, I've heard rumors that that Arnold Schwarzenegger has a place on the North Shore. I've heard, you know, there's other people. I've that, never heard Seth Rogen on Park Point. Though. No, that one I haven't heard before. I feel like I could definitely recognize that laugh if I heard it. And I used to live on Park Point. <laughs> I, I used to be able to do. I can't anymore. I, I that was that was wonderful. that was terrible. That was a bad impression. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson because sometimes I need some heavy lifting done. Okay, <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Call the neighbor. Hey, I need some about moving some stuff. Uh, um, Jennifer said, Jimmy Fallon, imagine the backyard barbecue shenanigans we could get into. He's hilarious. Well, see, speaking of, uh, Andrea said Martha freaking Stewart Ooh. because she's Martha Stewart. Linda, more people commenting about, uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, multiple Jimmy Fallon comments. A few Keanu Reeves as well, but Keanu Reeves is an interesting story. You can hear stories about him, how he interacts with fans. Yeah. And how he's just kind of a chill I, dude. I think my favorite Keanu Reeves comment, though, is from Rebecca, who said he loves dogs, he's hot, and he can defend the neighborhood ah. with a pencil. With Done. a pencil. Sold. So, Ian, I'm going to ask yeah. you, mm-hmm. who would you want living next door to you? What celebrity would you want living next to you? You know what? I'm probably, I'm probably going to say Ed Sheeran. Really? Why? Yeah. Well, we're both redheads. I feel like we could have a lot of fun together. Okay. And he could just serenade me every night to bed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you? Uh, boy, that's a tough one. See, I've, I've been thinking about this since we yeah. were talking about this yesterday. No, it's a hard choice. It is really hard. And so 
You're not going to go with uh, T-Pain with his mansion in Wisconsin? <laughs> well, that means I'm living in Wisconsin, though. That's for, okay, I'm sorry. That, that's such a bad thing. That's not thing a bad thing. It's do. just I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm trying to play it up as a Minnesotan. You know, like, oh. gosh, darn Wisconsin. I don't really feel that way, but uh, I pretend. Mm, okay. You know. All right, you little pretender. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, gosh, probably some sort of comedian. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm looking forward to, you know, like getting laughs from across the yard. But, you know, just somebody that'd be fun to go hang out with. I, but I don't know specifically who. Like, I'm trying to think of a good... good Ooh, I, prob- I wouldn't mind Posty either. Post- Post Malone. Oh, yeah. I feel like he'd be a good neighbor. Yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of neighbors, not a celebrity, but shout out to my neighbor yesterday for mowing my lawn. Really? Yeah. Well, so I, when I came home, her lawnmower wasn't working. And so I'm like, hey, you can use mine. And then I didn't think that she would also mow my lawn after mowing her lawn, but she did. And I'm like, you didn't have to do that. And she's like, well, it's your lawnmower. I'm like, well, I appreciate it. Thank wow. You. So local celebrity, block yeah. celebrity, superstar. Who? Your neighbor. Yes. Helping out. Absolutely. I think that's the big Shout thing. Like, I just, you know, whoever my neighbor is or whoever they are, depending on the, you know, what I'm, where I'm living, uh, as long as they're good people, right, and they're not obnoxious, like the neighbor that plows uh, Kirk Cousins, yeah, driveway. And That's stuff. the big thing. Just be good to your neighbors. You know, we've we've talked about stories of people that are just mean to their neighbors, or always looking to fight with them, or cause trouble, or like rib them a little bit. Like, just be nice to your neighbors. Be good people. Ooh, Becky said, whichever one is the quietest. Ah, see, there it is. Yes, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Another Snoop Dogg like uh, response. Uh, Paula said, Willie Nelson. Oh, I don't need to explain. I don't know. He's getting a little old. Yeah, but Willie's still a good time, though. Yes, he is a good time. I I just can't I can't stop thinking about the the end scene in uh, Beer Fest. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you want to join in the conversation, hit up our Facebook page and let us know who you would love to see as a as a celebrity neighbor. Uh, we're gonna get some music in for you from Ed Sheeran. Your your neighbor yes. that you'd like to have. My hopeful neighbor. Yeah, we're also going to be giving away more Flow Rider tickets. It's a win at Wednesday with many, many chances to win. Another one coming up soon here in Mixon 08. Alright, so we're getting into warmer weather season. Today's not a good example of that, oh. but there's more on the way. Yesterday was. Yes, yesterday was nice. This weekend will be pretty nice and, and of course, you know, Memorial Day weekend's kind of the unofficial start to summer, so Nice. If you're planning and heading to a pool, there's a reminder from experts on things you shouldn't do oh when going to a pool. I can't can't wait to hear this. So uh, the highlights include things like don't jump in when you're dirty. What? Uh, one isn't, expert says regardless of if it's your own pool hot tub or someone else's or a public space, always go into the water clean. Isn't uh, that how you get clean? By getting in the that's water? supposed to bathe in the pool. What? What are they there for, Nick? Gross. What are they there for? You. I bring my own soap. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds like a brilliant idea. Thank you. Uh, they say avoid getting into the pool covered in sweat or uh, covered in sunscreen or obviously just maybe a little dirty. Listen, I'm going to let you know right now it's going to be hard for me not to enter the pool covered in sweat because okay. I just stand and I it comes down. You're just, you're just wringing wet? Yeah, I'm just a sweaty mess, man. I thought you just had, had a glisten to your face. That's it. Oh, well, you know, I do shine bright like a diamond. See? Uh, the expert that they talked to is is uh, saying that if you're sweaty, you should towel off before entering the pool if there's not an option. Because some pools, public pools, have like a shower to rinse off. Um, 
to avoid putting excess sunscreen into the water, you should make sure it's properly rubbed into your skin because that's something a lot of people don't know, especially with the spray-on sunscreens. People don't realize you need to rub that into your skin, not just spray it on and call oh, it good. I, I see so many families on the beach just spray and be like, all right. Good and you're, good. Like, yeah, no, you're, no, you're supposed no, to rub no. it in just like the stuff that comes in a tube. Um, so uh, those are a couple of key things on that note. Another one is uh, don't show up with a contagious condition and jump in the pool. Okay, well, I feel like that one's just self-explanatory. Uh, yeah. Uh, they point to things like foot or toenail fungus. Uh, maybe you have a, a wound. You know, those are, And there are usually warnings uh, near pools saying as much, but yeah. If an open wound or some sort of transmissible thing, probably don't go to the pool. Um, this one, some of these are pretty obvious. This one, though, I feel like people, for whatever reason, need to be reminded of this. Don't use the pool as a toilet. Well, it's just a baby Ruth. <laughs> I tell you, I went, uh, so my cousin was <laughs> hockey tournaments galore, right? Yep. And uh, we went uh, in Ashland, one of the hotels. And we're swimming in the, oh no, you know, pool, yep. and then all of a sudden, doo doo doo. It was it was a nice little, oh no, nice little dookie just floating in the oh, pool. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, you, I've never seen people move faster in my life <laughs> when they notice that. Well, see, the story's referring to using it as a urinal, but uh, there's that too. Well, so, so so my dad likes to tell my kids that whenever we're at like pools and stuff, now you can't pee in the pool because when you do, there'll be like a little, you know, like the blue mist yeah, and yeah. people will know and you don't want to be that kid. Yeah. So to my uh, knowledge, they have not peed in the pool, but I could be wrong. Okay. Well, so obviously kids are a little tougher, especially young kids mm -hmm. to how do you maintain that? Right. So the advice this expert says is um, the rule applies just as much to kids as it does adults. If you have a young kid, make sure you consistently check your baby's swim diaper and institute bathroom breaks for your older children to make sure that they're going to the bathroom and actually using the facilities and not the pool. Fair. Um, next one, don't bring glassware anywhere near a pool area, whether it's a bottle, whether it's a cup, whatever it is, mug. Uh, if it's glass, don't bring it to the pool. Obvious reasons. You don't want to drop it by accident and have problems because that, you know, bare feet and glass don't sound like fun to me. What? I know. Uh, the next one, don't be hogging the lounge chairs. I mean, that's a tough one because you go to a busy pool, a public pool space, whether it's at a hotel or some other venue that has pools, um, and you get the people that will claim and just, like, use the lounge chairs as, like, the place that holds their stuff. Right. That's kind of tough. I get it. You want a place to put your things and maybe when you get out, a place to sit. But if it's busy, you need to respect that there might be other people that want to actually sit down. Oh, man. You're that person, aren't you? What? No, I'm not. I'm not, actually. <laughs> Another one you shouldn't do is leaving your kids and pets unsupervised. Who's bringing their pet to the pool? Is that a thing? Have you not? I know. It's a fun time. Okay. I actually, I've never done that okay. either. I didn't um, know that was allowed. The... <laughs> I didn't either. Apparently, uh, the, this expert's saying that, remember, a lifeguard when present is not a babysitter, and you're responsible for your children's behavior and oh, their safety. Awesome. Yeah, the, the lifeguard is not there to babysit. I, I remember last time I was at Valley Fair a couple years ago, and I, I hit up the water park for a while, and there was some of that where their parents just go, go to the water park. And there, there's kids, like, causing problems in the lazy river and the lifeguards at that point. Like, you could visibly tell they were just annoyed as all get up, being like, Quit fighting. Oh. Quit throwing things at each other. Like, 
that's not their job. Their no. job is to help if somebody's in trouble. Right. So that's oh, a good, man. good reminder. Uh, a couple more. Don't fully disrobe at the pool. What? <laughs> that's why I get all those looks. Uh, yeah, you might want a full body tan, but that's not the place to do it is what the expert says. I mean, I don't even know what a tan is. So, Well, there you go. You have that going for you. I do. I do. I sh- uh, again, I shine bright like a diamond. You do. Don't go splashing and jumping around strangers. Yeah, that's kind of rude. Don't go splashing. That was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, they say look before your leap if you're going to jump into a pool, but also if you're Smart. splashing around with your kids or trying to mess around, be aware of who's oh, around you. I actually hate when I get splashed from somebody See? I don't know. Exactly. Um, and then uh, just in general, respect other people's boundaries um, and avoid excessive oh, noise. ACT. That's a tough one, especially if you have kids. There's a tendency, if it's for whatever reason, to just you know be loud in a pool space. Just pre-teach the kids before you go, man. How's that gone for you with, with the kids that you have? Not bad. Not actually. to say your kids specifically, I was but say not bad okay. because they know that if they don't listen, they're sitting out. Okay. Well, not all kids listen to their parents quite that well. What? So <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. One other one that I and this is not an expert fraud, an expert tip, but don't be don't be you know trying to pull pranks on people. Like even the dumb stuff. Like I, there's people that will be like. Hey, there's a shark in the pool. And, like, get the kids riled up. It's like, okay, really? Where's the shark? They released it, man. Where's the shark? They brought it with. You know, because I, I did witness that at a hotel one time where there was dumb, right? Like, you can see right through this person, and they were clearly trying to mess with the kids. Yeah. And it wasn't like your shark floating around in the pool you were talking about. That was just a baby Ruth. Don't uh, worry about it. Gross. So, yeah, as we head into pool season, just remember, you're not the only ones there. Especially if it's a place you have to pay to be, you know, part oh, of it. Oh, I know. You know, like if you're, if you respect everyone else's fun too. Ian, let's yes. give away some more Florida tickets. It's 820 and it's a win at Wednesday, which means we're going to pick multiple names to try to, to give away some Florida tickets. So oh, if you're man. one of the names we call out, call in and claim your tickets. Ian, who yes. are we looking for this time around? We are going to look for Sarah Lemon. Okay. Adam Seals. Okay. And Michelle Bartlett. All three of you, the clock has started. 7402Mix, 7402649. Call in, claim your tickets, and uh, you'll be going to the Florida show next month and also be put in the pool of uh, people that could win money tomorrow. You're in Mix 08. 8.35 on a Wednesday morning. It's currently 42 degrees. Not going to get a whole lot warmer near the lake today, but uh, there is a warm-up in store as we head toward the weekend, which is good news. Uh, so earlier this morning, Ian and I, you were talking. we were talking about how it's interesting how things that have been, they're not like new things, but when they get shared on a, on a new social media platform or on a social <laughs> media platform, it's like they blow people's minds. One yeah. of them, like we've talked about these these people that make a huge uh, presence on social media being like, hey, did you know you can plant seeds and they become plants? I think, I think my favorite one is, you know, they reenact the situation and then they like step to the side. They don't know that I know this. Right. And then do their thing. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. So it's it's interesting anyway. But so there's one particular thing that I find kind of fascinating that uh, is getting a lot of viral attention here in uh, lately. And it's something that's been around for almost 10 years now. Uh, so Target, the retail okay. chain. I'm familiar. Yeah. You might, you might know who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, a number of years ago, put in place a more relaxed return policy. Okay. Uh, more specifically for people that either use their red card or, you know, are part of their, their, their loyalty Target membership circle. stuff. Yeah. And 
so apparently people on TikTok are catching on to this and going, did you know this is a thing? This is amazing. Um, which is kind of, fu- first it's kind of funny because yeah. it's been in place since 2015. Um, oh, almost 10 years. Almost. But it also is kind of, it, it's kind of interesting that a number of uh, retailers have jumped on board with this because that's something I know of, because in college I work in retail. And that was always something that people would be very curious about. What's the return policy on this? What do I need to know about this? Are you, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 and, yeah. Because have you ever worked in retail? Uh, I don't think I have. Okay. You had to, <laughs> really had to yeah, think I know, about I, that. I, well, I was going through the files in my head. I'm like, retail, retail, retail. Nope. And, I don't think I can say I did. And so as someone who did work in retail and anybody else that does it, there there are some hard and fast rules you need to follow. But at the same time, I can promise you the employee is not trying to just be like, no, I don't want to help you. Like, there's a desire to want to help out people as much as you can oh, yes. within yes, reason. Uh, so anyway, the the return policy that Target has, and, and Target's not the only place that has a little more relaxed return policy than some places, but it's getting a lot of attention on TikTok. Uh, so they put this policy in place, as I mentioned, in 2015. They say we're happy to accept returns for a full refund within 90 days for most purchases. Add an extra thirty days if you paid with a red card, and if you have, and you have up to a year to exchange uh, to change your mind on Target-owned brands uh, on registry or registry items. So it's in oh, other words, wow. if it's a store brand, yeah. Um, so not like uh, not like a name brand, but one of their store, which they have a number of store brands. Um, they also say returns are possible if you made a purchase um, with one with their red card uh, or within their their. Like you said, the target circle system. Yeah. Uh, because those returns are tracked with that system. You don't need a receipt if you use one of those methods to be a part of the, the purchase. Interesting. And so again, people on TikTok are going, Did you know this is a thing? Of course. And and it's creating a little bit of a viral buzz right now about the Minnesota based company, uh, as though as though they're, you know, this is a thing that nobody knew about. It, it maybe you didn't know. And that's the thing is you don't read the back of the receipt all the time or go to the website to know this. Uh, so maybe it is a surprise to, to you, but they're actually one of a few different companies over the last number of years that have put in place more relaxed return policies. Others include places like, um, not places around here, but Nordstrom, uh, Trader Joe's, among okay. a few others that have done similar things. I mean, I wasn't familiar with it. So. Sure. Well, that's the thing is, do you read the back of the receipt? Because that's usually typically. where at least the details to get to the return policy are. Right. No, I typically don't. But how often do you return stuff? That's the other thing. So if you don't, you don't need to know. That's fair. I'm like, mm. that's usually when I buy stuff, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and I, like, because sometimes you might buy the wrong size or it might be a gift that was wrong or maybe you try it and it just isn't what it was supposed to be or whatever. So it's a good idea to know about those I mean, things. I have a pair of shoes that are a size too small that I never returned. And why did you do that? Well, I'll just, I wear them for yard work now. So oh, it's like, it's aren't like, they uncomfortable? Yeah, but I don't do like long yard work. I'm not crazy. Oh, I feel like if I'm doing yard work, those are the most comfortable shoes I want to have. Yeah, I got to put them to use. I bought them. They're on sale though. So. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't just take them back right away. Like that's what any well, I ordered them online. Ah, oh, there it is. So, there it is. What can you do? Yeah. Well, that that adds an extra step to the process. Then I literally. Get it. Uh, but I just think it's fascinating how because. The amount of different things that become trendy things on TikTok are—it's not like there's some revolutionary thing that it just a lot of people don't know about it because you don't either read 
Well, I like I said, who's going to read the back of the receipt or some of the other things that become trendy things like, did you know you can make bread with it? Like, it's the type of stuff that people that are in the know know, but the average person might not know. So it is a cool way to get exposed to new ideas and ways to do stuff. Right. So what is, because you've made some food and you've done some things you've seen on TikTok. What's the best thing oh, you've either man. done or tried from social media that you're like, wow, I'm really glad I checked that out or I saw that. But it, Potato chip cookies. Yeah. You remember those? Yeah. That was like two years ago. I remember. That was those. a couple. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Those are so good. And I would have had no idea to add potato chips to chocolate chip cookies. But yeah. it's got that nice crunch. A little crunch. Because you, know, you do put salt in cookie in the cookie right. dough. So you're, you're adding that with the chips. But unfortunately, the chips that I use have recently been recalled. Oh. Well, I, I've made it two years, so. You're good. Oh, yeah. Hopefully good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, the one guy we talked here the last couple of story times with Ian's mom about food-related things, and here I am eating cookies Ian made. Hey, made with love, baby. Yeah. And, I mixed and, it by hand. And hair from your knuckles. Actually, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have knuckle hair. That's cool. Yeah, my knuckles are hairless. Good for you, Ian. Oh, there's little little tiny white hairs, I guess. Gross. All right. But not very long. I don't think You know where they are? Out. They're in the cookie dough. That's where they went to. Gross. Stuck right in. You're welcome. Mm, extra fiber. It's a win it Wednesday. Let's give another set of folks a chance to win some tickets to see Flo Rida. They're going to be in town at Bayfront at the end of next month, along with Twista and Nappy Roots. And we've got your chance to win tickets. Just enter on our mobile app. Part of our Money Madness giveaway also with money being given away on Thursday mornings at 730 Got to win tickets to the show first. And Ian, who needs to call in this time around? Oh, man. All right. We are looking for Stephanie Winschill. Okay. Uh, Deanna Oot. Sorry if I said your name wrong. U-T-T. And uh, Cassie Yonkin. All right. The three of you have five minutes to call in. Claim your tickets. 740-TO-MIX-720. 740-2649, the number to call in. I know the phone number, I promise. Uh, claim your tickets, and then you'll be going to the show and be put into our money drawing happening tomorrow here in Mix and Wait. So, Ian, you're looking forward to Posty's new album when it comes out? 100%. It's uh, soon, isn't it? Yeah, it is coming out soon, and he just released that tour. Dates. Looking forward. I'm trying to remember the, the exact date of the album. That's what I'm looking for real quick, because I know we just got done playing that song. and, and uh... So the name of it, it's his t- self-titled album, Austin. Uh, looks like July 28th. Oh, that's coming up. Yeah. So this summer, get to some new posty. Looking forward to that. I love that the name of his tour is If Y'all Weren't Here, I'd Be Crying. <laughs> and you know what? I feel like that is a very Post Malone thing. Yeah, that is a very Post Malone Unfortunately, thing. he is not coming to Minnesota. I So a uh, friend of mine is speculating that there's going to be some country flair on his new album. That's what a lot of people have been saying. Well, so the, he's admitted multiple times that he's a fan of country music, and there's been inspiration in some of his previous stuff Yeah, that suggests that. Uh, can we just talk about the fact that he, like, started on YouTube singing covers of, like, Bob Dylan and stuff, and, like, right. look where he is now? Oh, yeah. He's huge. Crazy. And, like, genre-bending like crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, I just I was trying to remember because I knew it was coming out soon, but, yeah, this July, July end of July is when it's coming out. If you're looking forward to a new posty. for me. There you go. Yeah, birthday month for you. 
Ian, you're going to hang out a little bit longer this you're morning. Uh, the winning continues in a winning Wednesday. Ooh, that's right. I'm going to get multiple names for Flo Rata, Twista, and Nappy Root tickets. Notice how I said Twista and not Twister, Nick. I like for some reason, uh, like over the course of a five day week, three times I'll say Twister for some reason, and I don't know why. And we just, play the game. Yeah, exactly. I'm also going to kick you work day off right with 80 minutes nonstop commercial free hit music plus my throwback jam of the day. Lots of stuff coming up right here in Mixed and Away.